0: What's up, guys? <clears throat> What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Xan and Carly Project. It is Wednesday, uh, February what twenty fourth? sorry, guys. And yeah, here we are, another episode, episode nineteen. Last night we got to talk to our, our good friend Mikey P, uh, reality TV star <clears throat> and national recording artist. Got to talk to him a little bit about what he's got going on, and. Um, Kind of how Vegas is moving right now and uh, everything he's been through was, uh, you know, as a musician and um, just a person in general over the last uh, 12 months and kind of where he's at. You know, he's got a little one on the way and uh, yeah. So thanks again for coming on here, Mikey. We appreciate it. Um, And tonight we're talking to Robert Seven Shannon. He's an actor. We're talking to him a little bit about what he's got going on currently and what he's experienced over the last year as an actor. Ups, downs, all around, <clears throat> and uh, so on. So first of all, we want to shout out to our sponsors, ZRS Productions.
1: My company, Coached. It's not only a lifestyle, but it is a brand.
0: We want to shout out to the native brand over in Newport, Kentucky, our friends Andrew Eisler and Jay Banks. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much for supporting us, for sponsoring our radio show, and for uh, always believing in what we're doing. Thanks for having us on. Um your podcast as well if you guys haven't checked out the native brand make sure you guys go check them out nativebrand.com you can check them out on instagram you can check them out here on facebook and like i said they have their own podcast so you guys can check out what they have to say they have a lot up and coming expansion awesome stuff in their stores we also have another sponsor villains over in pittsburgh pennsylvania Actually our buddy wearing their
1: sweatshirt
0: yep alex kovacs fuck luck what is that? The Villains University, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Villains dope, um, dope brand. You can see she has uh, something on right now. We have a lot of their stuff. Super cozy. Usually try to try to wear it on our, our show most of the time, but uh, yeah, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Check them out. They have a website. It is thatvillainlife.com. or you can check them out at underscore we are villains on um, Instagram. And we also have a, another brand that we just recently picked up. Our buddy, Josh, over in Newport as well. Jay Salandino brand. Make sure you guys check them out. Very cool. Very um, <clears throat> very up-and-coming brand. Definitely something you should check out.
1: Yeah, a I mean, lot of cool stuff. And um, definitely diverse and has a lot for women and men. So all, all of the brands are gender-neutral, but... Um, I do like that he has he's some got stuff <clears throat> kind of more specific towards women. So yeah, That's he's got
0: exciting. some. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, man, my voice. He's got some um, some sports tops and <laughs> sports tops and uh, leggings for females. Pretty cool. Uh, I got to see a little sneak peek of them, so make sure you guys check them out. Uh, me and him are working on some collabs. Can't wait to show you what we're working on. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to Josh <laughs> and Jason Dino Brand over there, <clears throat> and our biggest sponsor. I'm to shout out to the Anchor app or anchor.fm it wouldn't be possible to do this without anchor they allow us to be able to record uh edit and do everything right here on our phone or computer Mm -hmm. and they distribute it for us to many different um streaming apps so you guys can find us pretty much anywhere besides iheart if you guys uh listen to a spotify or whatever you make sure you check it out shout out to the anchor app once again if you guys are looking to a podcast Make sure you guys check them out. Easiest way to do it. And you can make money with no minimum listenership. So they're pretty cool.
1: Definitely the way to go.
0: Yep. And uh, like I said, if you guys uh, miss our live videos each week, make sure you guys check us out on all the streaming platforms. We're available. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, so on and so forth. Uh, everywhere you can probably find us. So, um, yeah. Thank you again. Thanks again to all our sponsors and everybody who uh, supports the show. So, yeah. Today we're talking to robert 7 Shannon. He'll be calling in here in a couple minutes. So before we get him on the line, I want to talk a little bit about what's, what else is going on. I know uh, yesterday I was at the gym and uh, saw on the TV that Tiger Woods was in a major accident.
1: Yeah, it was insane. Um, huge car accident. He was alone in the car. Uh, he is alive, so that's good. Um, he did break like, his legs and his ankles and feet he had to get rods put into his like his tibia and fibia, fibula which I actually t- broke myself when I was in kindergarten which is weird but um and like rods and screws and stuff in his feet and ankles so I don't want to be the one to say it and obviously I'm not a doctor to be d- able to declare that we don't know how well he'll heal which I hope he heals fine um but his career as You know, a golfer might be dampened
0: by this. I think I think he'll be all right. I mean, number one, golfing doesn't really require your legs that much. You just got to stand on them. It's more about his arms and his pose. So as long as he can walk and stand to an extent, I think he'll be fine. Plus, most people bounce back. For sure. I mean, he's already had a. The only thing that would be a problem uh, for him is the fact that he just had his fifth back surgery. So with that, with that going on, yeah. he was already, he was just recovering from his fifth Baxter. He did win the Masters in 2019. Obviously last year, nothing was going on because of COVID-19. And then this year, he wanted to try to come back and try to win another Masters, at least get one more under his belt. So he was on his fifth surgery and this happened. He actually just had his fifth surgery uh, a few days ago or something. and Oh man. Yeah, he was actually on the way to uh, a country club. He was in California. He was in, uh, where was he at? Uh,
1: Oh, I have no idea. I
0: forget exactly where. But anyway, he was in California. he's in the hills. And anybody who lives in or has been to Cali, you know how it is up in uh, the Beverly Hills area. He was in the canyons, though. He was um, a little bit past Beverly Hills. He was out in the canyons. Uh, I can't think of the damn name off the top of my head. But anyway, uh, he's cruising through the canyons at 7 a.m. He's going to meet Drew Brees and another quarterback. He's doing this special, uh, if you guys have heard about it, for, I think, Discovery uh, maybe it is Discovery Channel or History Channel or something like that. Uh, and he's actually training um, other pro athletes to golf and to golf better. So he uh, was on the way to do some lessons with Drew Brees and another NFL quarterback. And, uh, you know, it's 7 a.m. And he's lucky there wasn't any other traffic or anything out because even with um, COVID and, you know, the pandemic and everything going on, L.A. is still decently busy uh, mm-hmm. at 7 a.m., uh, so now that it's starting to die down, you can imagine there definitely would be a little bit more traffic, but luckily there's no other cars. It was a single car accident. Uh, apparently he was cruising down that hill and, uh, apparently it's a very easy, <clears throat> it, it's, it happens a lot uh, is what the, uh, LA County Sheriff was saying. He yeah. was saying that it's actually a very frequent thing that happens in that area. Uh, so <clears throat> I guess he just lost speed or lost control because he was going a little too fast. Hit the median. Hit the median, shot over the opposing lane of traffic, two lanes, uh, or two, uh, yeah, two lanes of traffic. Flew over those two lanes into the uh, embankment, bounced off a tree and rolled about five or six times. About 500 feet he went. So, uh, you know, yeah, like Carly was saying, you know, he's not, he was in critical condition, compound fractures of both legs, uh, but he's good and they, he was, co- he was good, like coherent when they found him. He said he was in pain, but he was like talking responsive. So obviously <clears throat> he had probably just got his bottom half crushed and he was, and he was, you know, obviously in pain. But yeah. other than that, he was good. I mean, that's good that he was responsive and didn't have anything else. No, nothing went wrong with surgery. Everything worked out. So, uh, he's yeah, recovering, article, right?
1: Yep. The article I was reading says that he is in his room and he's recovering uh-huh. and no, he's in his hospital room. Sorry. Hospital room recovering, so it's looking like, you know, everything went well. The rod inserting, like, insertions and screws and stuff like that went well. Um, I thank God I've never had to deal with any of that, so I'm not sure how long the recovery period is for something like that. Um, But I can assume it's going to be a little bit...
0: Difficult to walk.
1: Long, and um, I know a lot of, like, you know infections can happen as well as like swelling happens and stuff I've seen um, but hopefully he can you know recover speedy and get to enjoy you know <clears throat> what he loves to do so yeah
0: I can imagine that it's <clears throat> definitely going to be every bit of a, a year before he's doing any type of re- rehab or, or golfing yeah that's six months but I mean to walk <clears throat> if you hurt something it's in good. your leg or your knee or something like that it usually takes about six months recovery time to At start least, rehabbing. Yeah. So imagine having compound fractures in both legs. He's going to have to like learn to rewalk probably, you know. Yeah, so he, I
1: mean he'll be in a wheelchair for a while while he heals. I
0: guarantee it, yeah. But, you know, uh, <clears throat> like she said, speedy recovery to him. <clears throat> best of luck with everything. We hope that he uh, has a full recovery. He's in our thoughts and prayers, him and his family. So, um, you know, hopefully everything works out for you, Tiger. Yeah. Um but yeah. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh thank you guys again for tuning in. Um what? You know. Yeah.
1: You're
0: funny. Uh we had a great conversation last night with Mikey and we always liked, you know, it's it's great to have different people on here from different backgrounds. Um, you know, he did do reality T V and things like that and um being an actor myself, I've never got to, oh, to experience me. that side of it. So it's always cool to hear, you know, a little bit of the difference in the reality TV aspect of it opposed to, like, being an actor. Um, so, um, you know, that was cool to hear that. And then as a recording artist, uh, to hear what he's been doing. Because the one thing is being, you know, secluded to your home and things like that. The one thing we've uh, kind of found out is for a lot of musicians... It hasn't been as bad as it has been for other people because, I mean, when you're busy touring all the time and always doing stuff, it really takes away from the aspect of you being able to write or put out new music or things like that. But the good thing about the pandemic is it allowed musicians to be able to focus on that craft, write new things. And then the the pandemic also, like, fueled the fire a little bit. It gave you some stuff, like, you know, Hobson, for instance. He came out with COVID oh, Mansion. Wow. Man. You know? So, like, it kind of fueled... Um, what you're doing as an artist or as a, you know, musician, whatever, you know, like it fueled what you're doing because you can kind of get some content from it. You can, uh, you know, the way that you feel of being stuck in your house yeah. or...
1: I mean, kind of being forced to sit in your house and, you know, kind of stop everything and just kind of relax. Of course, it's wonderful, you know, for someone who is constantly on the go, constantly going and away from home and stuff. It, I'm sure everyone who, you know, was like that, got to experience being at home and they loved that, which is, I'm so happy for them. Um, But being at home and stuff, you kind of get to experience and notice and realize all of these emotions and feelings that kind of get pushed to the side when you're running and constantly doing things. You kind of, um, they get, you know, kind of washed out basically because you aren't having the time to sit down and kind of not necessarily wallow, but just kind of realize the feelings and the, the, you know, your emotions because you don't have time to even think about them. So a lot of people, musicians and artists, especially were able to kind of just sit and just sit in their emotions and kind of take those emotions and put them onto paper, put them into their artwork, put them into their music, like, So that's really cool. Um, I know that we've definitely taken this time to grow our minds and figure out what was working for us. You know, you were able to work on your craft. I was able to kind of open some things up for myself. Um, So that's really exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like we talk about the pandemic a lot and we don't mean to be, uh, you know, to be... You know, redundant with it. But the thing is, the whole point of <clears throat> kind of putting this out there is it's 12. We're just now hitting the 12 month mark of going through this. And since we've gone through it, a lot of people have experienced different things. You know, there's been a lot of suicides. There's been a lot of deaths because of COVID, whether it was <clears throat> somebody that couldn't handle what was going on or because of their health. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's been a lot of health issues. People that have bounced back. People that haven't. you have to look at that who is this um people that uh, been able to bounce back people that haven't and then the depression aspect of it so you know to talk all the, to all the people that we've been able to talk to has been a blessing and been a great thing because we've been able to you know hear what they've had to say about what's going on in their life what did he say oh
1: we got like
0: a message I don't think so anyway uh to hear what's going on in their lives and <clears throat> how that's going. Sorry, we have questions and stuff sometimes, and we want to try to answer them while we're on the air, oh, yeah.
1: if we can. Oh what we did right here. Oh, just
0: kidding. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, but yeah. So. All right. Well, there's Robert. So.
1: Right on time. Love
2: that. Hello. Hey, yo hey, yo, what up, though? What's up, sir?
0: What's up, man? How are hey. you doing?
2: All is well. All is well. How is everybody doing? We
1: are doing uh, good.
0: We
1: are
0: doing well, good, man. Yeah, it's, you know. Nice just That's what I'm talking about. Enjoying the lovely weather we're having.
1: Yeah, it's been nice actually.
0: We've had a couple good days. Where where are you at right now?
2: I'm in Detroit, and I well, yeah, I have not moved, brother. You know, you know what? You just reminded me. I've gotta, I gotta change another flight to LA because I've changed like three different flights because it's so interchangeable right now. Huh. But um, for that reason, yeah, I haven't been anywhere for like a year. I'm in the D, man. I'm enjoying the weather. Is it
0: uh, is it is it colder up there right now? <laughs>
2: not like it was yet. I mean colder than it is in LA but yeah. it is it, it, it's like I feel like I'm in LA because of uh, like four days ago it was freezing four days
0: ago like 10 20 degrees or so I know it's not nice. like 40 45 you know yeah and the, I mean, we- the west coast has like actually been getting slammed a lot harder than the east coast this year it's weird like Texas has been getting you know Texas kind of got a really bad uh part of that system that came through and then you know arizona and vegas saw a little bit of snow which was pretty crazy to see you know las vegas and uh like you know scottsdale and stuff had snow on the ground but you know texas man they got hit hard it's crazy you know yeah. they're not they weren't prepared yeah. for it that's the worst man thing. my people in
2: texas yeah man uh, and i mean you know and and it, a lot of it does have to do with the oversight and the uh, you know and and what not the people who make the calls as they say you got to be in the room where it happens to get stuff done but nonetheless the people that deal with it like uh yeah i said plenty prayers for them because uh you know such to just be in the cold you know like when you go outside is all good, but 10, yeah. 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, you want some control
0: over that situation if you can. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. definitely uh, in our thoughts and prayers, and hopefully everything is getting better over there. I know they've sent some uh, some relief that way to try to help with everything, so hopefully everything is going well. And as we, you know, hit the spring and warmer weather hits, I'm sure it'll be easier uh, to recover and clean up. It's just the damages was, I guess, the worst part, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Yeah, well, I know some people <laughs> are call themselves Texas Tough, so I'm sure they are, you know, pulling themselves up by the bootstraps, as mm-hmm. they would say, yeah. and, and making things happen, I would only hope, you know, I wish I could be in, uh, I wish, I, I, man, I just want to go to South by Southwest, last year was the only time that I missed South by Southwest, because of, you know, because of COVID, um, but yeah, I, 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 I may go down there this year, bro. Just because I heard, you know, just a couple people down there hanging. If you ever been down to Southwest, Southwest, you'll think like, "Ooh, I wonder who was there." <laughs> <laughs> just like hanging out outside, like, "I wonder who was there." Would it have
0: been cool? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till they they start bringing things back like on that level. I'd say yeah. by next year, you know, we'll we'll get back to it um, a lot more. But at least we're starting to move. You know, we were talking to our buddy Mikey P last night, and he was talking to us a little bit about how Vegas is and. Vegas, is uh, they're back to 50% by uh, the, thir- what, 15th? March 15th, they're mm-hmm. at 50%, and then by May 1st, they're back at 100%. So, I mean, we're definitely starting to see some movement here, and I think the the vaccine's really helping, and, uh, you know, I'm glad that they're getting that out there, and they're able to get people back to work and start opening things back up, because I know that's been a hard a hard hit to the economy, especially the service industry and the entertainment industry, so. Yeah, uh, I,
2: I fully agree, bro, I fully agree. You know, I mean we've gotta do what we gotta do so we can do more later yeah. and you know, and it should be greater later as opposed to, you know, um worse or you know, something that we didn't want. So, hey, as long as we do what we gotta do, I like to stick to the science and you know, um I I believe we'll be fine. We just need to just move in common sense uh, with science and, you know, and think about each other a little bit, you know. That's what this does come down to, bro. You know, I I know we only got a little bit of time. Give me enough time. I'll I'll get to preaching about love in the community. I know people see me play a lot of bad guys. That's totally fine. I love to do that because in real life, you know i would i i would
0: like to do the best thing or as spike Lee would say do the right thing yeah me absolutely well <clears throat> so over, i know you said over the last year you haven't really gone anywhere been able to do much now i see you know now you're starting to you're working on a film right now aren't you you're working on some stuff again things are starting to move again um well you know i have a production
2: that i'm producing with a couple of partners of mine and um, you know, and my city. I'm just saying, like, it's 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 pretty much, uh, are, where, are you in Columbus or in where are you at right
0: now? I'm in Cincinnati right now. Oh,
2: yeah, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, but I've got a production right now that I'm working on uh, with some lovely people, and it's based in Detroit, you know, so I'm keeping myself busy. I'm writing what I want. Meaning I, I uh, I've been blessed to play these, a lot of bad guys mm-hmm. and have a lot of fun tearing stuff up and destroying stuff, yeah. you know. So I went ahead, I, you know, me and a partner of mine, we wrote a story where I get to be a hero, you know. I get to save the day, you know, maybe get the girl, you know. Do something good where they talk about you in a positive light. Let somebody else tear the place,
0: up. A little bit, little bit different than normal.
2: That's right.
0: Go out of your comfort zone a little bit. <laughs>
2: well, it's all my comfort zone. That's the, that's the beautiful thing about it. it goes yeah. down to it, everybody has rage in them, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't you think? Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I mean, you know, I wouldn't doubt that the person that never... <laughs> Uh, gets mad, has rage. I just don't want to meet that rage. Absolutely. You know, that, that's some rage that they obviously decided they don't want to share with anybody. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to meet it, so I'm going to be cool with it. But, so playing a bad person or, or, you know, playing any type of, uh, uh, you know, role is only an opportunity to reach. I would say, you know, into those places. Right. You know, if you choose to go there, because you can go some places and it can get weird or you cannot come back or it could change your freaking life, you know, you don't know how you go in there, you know, because, cause, you know, I'm a natural actor. So, you know, I'm like in the role. I'm in the moment. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm there, you know. You look at my eyes, you'll believe me. <laughs> I believe me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know,
0: like, yeah. Absolutely.
2: That's all we got. That's all we got right
0: now. So have you, uh, so have you always been, have you always been in Detroit? Is that where you're originally from? Um, I mean,
2: I'm born and raised in Detroit. You know that word. I've always been in Detroit. I met you in, no, I met you in Columbus. Yeah, Columbus.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's
2: what I asked. No, but um, I, I guess I've, no, I mean I'ven't always been in Detroit
1: like that. I'm pretty much based in Detroit,
2: but also Atlanta, LA, and Chicago. Okay.
0: So what? Uh, so what got you into acting? What? What? What got? What? Where'd you get your start at? How did it all come to be?
2: <laughs> so, um, and and I, you know, try to give you the, the short version. Mm-hmm. Um. Started in high school, pretty much. Um, I'm a coach's son. I'm a coach's son. My my dad was the coach of Cass Tech, um, as well as athletic director and whatnot. And uh, a great coach. You know, I feel a phenomenal coach. Um, So I got on the team for a second. But let me tell you what. It is not easy. You know, they got something, say the preacher's son or the preacher's daughter or, you know, that type of situation. You know, it's not the same thing with the coach's son or the coach's daughter, but it is a situation. You yeah. So so I'm on the team, and I'm not the best on the team. I definitely, I'm, I'm saying that because I know that, you know. But the thing is, I'm probably not the worst on the team. And here's the thing. Who cares? It doesn't matter. He's not going to treat me with. Harder on me than anybody else. Um, I feel because maybe uh, I'll probably do the same thing, you know, just, you know, like you don't get any any shorts. I'm not giving anybody shorts. I'm definitely (laughs) not giving the person with my name shorts right now. that all the time <laughs> that deep, you know, but I enjoyed it, yeah, you know myself, I looked at it as an opportunity to express myself, you know, I took that chance, and I said, Yeah, you know, I do the dance, I sing the song, you know, I make it right, I'll make it wrong. I am here for all of this. I dug it from the moment that I got it, you dig, Mm -hmm. you know like stage made me feel like this is what, this is my basketball court, this is where I am I feel like I'm sucking the best on the team right (laughs) you know, uh, we can curse right this is, you know (laughs) so anyway uh, so I felt I felt comfortable and I felt like I belonged And I wanted to be there. So I caught the bug, as they say. And from then on, man, you know, it was like, hey, you know, I play, I I, want to take on these roles. And I've taken, and in theater, I had an opportunity to play good guys. You know, because theater, in a way, is more manifested in the mind. And we also have or had, back in my day, I'm not going to give away my age. And don't give away my age. (laughs) But, um. But back in my back in my day a little bit you know and i hope they still do now i believe they do have black theater okay and i say that because we we all can understand that you know uh, as far as america goes as far as history goes as far as uh, uh the or whatnot goes and and, and culture Sometimes people, as I just said, need to tell their own stories, you know, <laughs> you know? and and give themselves other opportunities because uh, we've watched how cinema and some other things have gone. So I've been able to take advantage of that at Wayne State, Michigan State, and I've had one of the best uh, people to start me out, Marilyn
0: So, what do you uh, what do you find like a significant difference in the stage acting and the on screen acting? Do you, do you like the on screen acting better, even though you got your your start uh, from being a stage actor?
2: Um, that's a great question. So, um. My, uh, my fun with with the whole thing so much. So as a stage actor, okay, you know, the difference is it's in the moment, bro. Like, you ain't got no opportunity, you don't got no choice. It's all. Once it's going, it is going. Like, it's not, you can't stop it. You can't, you can't, man, you stop it, the people... Are right
3: there
2: <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> not, <you> feel me? <laughs> <laughs> like like they are not about this stopping no, no, no. stuff you're talking about it's not going down you better make it happen you know you get some as, as they used to do back in the day you get some thrown at you yo what you talking no, about yeah. they came from the show <laughs> they, they, they gonna love you or they're not gonna love you what are you gonna make happen so you know stage is in the moment. You know, that's it.
3: That's the only way to, to do it is the truth, I would say, you know. Right. But it's the truth in, in the sense of, I feel, i was myself, I feel from so within, you know. It's the truth from within because, like I was saying earlier,
2: in theater, I had other opportunities because it was truth from within. Everyone was going within. Even though we we're all here together, we're going with I could be a tree. I could play the fucking... Hot. I could play an inanimate object and somebody could play one better than somebody else, too. And who cares? Because we're looking for the best right now. We're looking for the, best, right? looking for the best, right? You know. now. Now, TV and film or cinema, Yeah. there's truth in that, too. You know? But... It's kind of more cookie cutter. I look at it like that, you know. Like, like we can actually, we're gonna actually go ahead and, if we can, depending on your scope, we're gonna take from the whole world or the whole nation, and you know, uh, uh, if we got this character, we got that. We're gonna, we're gonna get exactly what we want. You know, it's cookie cutter. We're gonna have them come in. Send in, nowadays, they nowadays, sending in, and it you know, I just send one, send one in, you know. Well, actually, it was a It was, my, it was a You know, I didn't do that many of those. But was, that one went well, so that, that's all that matters. As auditions go, all that matters is you feel good about it, you know. Um, but, you know, they get to make exactly what they want. They want to make exactly what they want. You know, they cut and paste stuff. You know, take it from over here. You put it right there. Uh, I heard Chris Rock say something beautiful one day. And I'm going to well, end it with this unless you want to uh, compound on it. Um, he said it was his first time ever doing theater. And this is Chris Rock. And this is maybe five years ago, but he was Chris Rock when he did it. When he did this little interview where he was talking. Um, so he said, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, it was like my first time acting. And then I are like, what? What do you mean? It's like no, you guys seriously. Like I've never been on stage like that before. He did something on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Like I've never been on stage like that before. Never did it like that. And 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 all these great people with me, all these titans, everything's going down. And you 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 know you're in the moment and and all this stuff. He's like yo, I was a horrible actor, you know, back in the day, and I just realized. it. And it said something like that, and and then he he said uh, he said hey, but you know what. I already know what's up, and I loved it, and it's making me greater. Mm-hmm. But, and he told the person that he was talking to on the interview, and he didn't, he'd never seen him act. He said, I can make you a star. Meaning, ask Chris Rock as many movies as I've made, you know, give me a budget. Give me the opportunity to get the right camera, the right camera guy, the right lighting, the right music, the right editor, the right uh, 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 special effects, the right everything. You know, we're going to look at you at the right angle. Mm -hmm. You know what? We're going to put the crap stuff in there. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not on stage. You're not live. You can go. We can cut. We can. You know what? Turner, let's go this angle. You know, let's go this angle. Let's look at it this way. You know, so that's the difference in theater and TV and film. You know, one, you're naked, and you might as well just go with it. You feel me? Like, like that's that's it. That's what they, you know, you just, that's it. It's not anything you can hide. Yeah.
0: I can see that for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, uh. You know. I've never got the opportunity to do any stage acting, but I could definitely see like, you know, like when you watch a sitcom or something, for instance, you know, uh, most people don't realize that a lot of the sitcoms are filmed in front of a studio audience. So essentially, even though you're watching a TV show when you watch it on Netflix or when you watch it on TV or whatever, uh, when they actually did that or performed it like, you know, um, Home Improvement or stuff like Mm -hmm. that. They did it in front of a live studio audience. So for them, they're you know, and it really I feel like it really shows the acting abilities of individuals. Like I feel like people who come from stage are better actors in the long run because you have to learn how to do things in front of people.
1: Improv. You know, you have to improv
0: a lot and, and you have to be able to to do that stuff because there's people who mess up and a lot of that stuff when they're doing stuff for TV or film. But the difference is you can cover it up and you can, okay, go again, go again, go again, go again, and f- take 15 you get it right or whatever, you know. But when it comes to being on stage or filming in front of a studio audience, there is no messing up. you got to be on shit hot on your stuff because, you know – I'm sure they can edit it later on before they put it on TV, but when you're recording in front of a studio audience, everybody right there is going to see that. So I definitely feel like you can see uh, the acting abilities of those individuals like yourself uh, because it makes you more versatile because you do have that that experience from being in front of people and having to kind of act something out and pretend like they're not there, but know that they are because if you messed up, people are watching you rather than just the camera people and, you know, your production crew. So I definitely feel like it's a, uh, it, 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 there's the big difference, but you could definitely see the acting abilities. And I think that that's a huge um, a thing. that I, I wish I would have been more into theater and uh, stage yeah. acting when I was younger because I feel like it would have bettered me as an, the actor I am today because I would have had that extra, Dude. you know, the extra six. It's not too
1: late, bro. <laughs> it's not too late, brother. Yeah, you're I, right.
0: You're right about that. I
1: actually... Um, that's kind of what got me... You know, I'm very new into the acting world. And um, it's something that I aspire to be and do. But, um, it is not
3: too late, sister. Yeah.
1: I actually um, auditioned for a play in high school. And... I'd never done it before. It was just random. You know, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go to these auditions, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to do it. And out of, like, 50, 60 kids, 12 people got called back, and I was one of them. And I did not go back to the (laughs) call Oh, oh, okay, now see, now see,
2: that, that is a lesson that I teach um, and I, I share with people, you know, I guess I'm only teaching those that are like taking notes and, and you know what I'm just saying? Like, you know, I'm sharing stuff, but you do whatever you want to do with it or whatnot.
0: Right.
2: One of the things that you will learn in journeys, um, to the top of a mountain or, or some such success that people will go, oh, well. How did you do all that? You know, I'm, I'm gonna just uh, tell you first, first and foremost myself. You know, uh, I'm a spiritual person, so you know I'll always tell you that. You know, like God. You know, I just be like me. I just, I just work and then like yo. You know, like God. You know, like I'm gonna be like yo. I didn't do it all by myself, but I'm gonna tell you what helped me as well. Those people that stay home. Yeah. Those people that did not believe. Yeah. Those people that did not get up and did not go through what I went through to get where I'm at. Because guess what? You know, sometimes it's a storm. Sometimes if it's not your own storm, meaning, you know, and 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 listen, I, sister. I, I told you just a second ago it's not too late. And you know what? It's not too late. Too late. Meaning, what I'm saying now nah, is only the fact that yo. Next time you go in, something you're gonna go in like it owes you. So you get that later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the thing is, you go you go in, and it's a journey. And you know what you went through. And and I've had that doubt i have more of that doubt when i leave than before i went though but you may not know until you go you know and you go through it to deal with that and then that's a whole another struggle that's a whole another struggle, but you do have uh, some some. Uh, you do have another sense too, though. You have a sense of fulfillment, you know. Like I did that, and then you be like, "Oh, now what about it?" That's that part. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. You go, "Oh, now what about it?" So I'm just saying, the people that don't go will never know. It's like the lottery. That simple. You know, everybody wants to win the lottery.
0: If you don't try. You know? You're never going to
2: win. Yeah. yeah. Everybody wants to win the lottery. Now, what we're talking about isn't the lottery, but some people make it a little bit of that because it's like, yo, you know what? They might have kicked you, but they
0: didn't see you. So, they took the best that they got, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's you know, def- definitely you know. a lot of lost opportunities <clears throat> when you when you don't... Put yourself in that position to take an opportunity. You definitely, you know, don't don't know what you could have been capable capable of. So, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: but yeah. So we
2: live and we learn. We live and we learn. And the next time she gets called back, she is going go in there. She's going to get that
0: anyway. But <laughs> I just want to say that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like you said, lesson learned. You know, you learn lessons all the time. Mm-hmm. So, so. What would you say um kind of a two-part question. What would you say is one of your you know biggest or best accomplishments so far uh in your life and what has been your favorite uh acting experience uh whether that be a movie set you've been on or something that you've done on your own or even even training to uh you know coaching or training what what has been your favorite Aspect of acting or favorite film, and what is your biggest accomplishment so far? What do you consider your biggest accomplishment so far?
2: My favorite aspect of film. Um. But, no, no. I mean, I'm just, I'm just making sure that's what I'm gonna uh, talk about for a second. My favorite aspect of film, like my favorite scope, my favorite of film, because you know, I yeah, yo, bro, listen, man, I came in as an actor, bro. And now I am producing, bro. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I'm wondering, I'm like, what do you mean? What are you saying? Because from that to that is like everything. Like, I haven't done everything, and I'm definitely not great at everything. But I'm saying, like, what are you asking? My my Africa, my grandpa. Man, I guess I love producing now, bro. (laughs) Is that what you're asking?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Producing is definitely fun too. I feel like I was kind of talking about this the other day with uh, with someone, uh, a fee, uh, an actress we had on here, and I feel like once you start, you know, being an actor is fun and all. I love acting, uh, but ever since I've got the opportunity to create, I feel like that sure. creative side starts That's to sure. come out even more because you could still act, but once you once you learn how to produce, it's like you kind of want to you get that creative control to be able to act how you want to act rather than how someone else tells you how. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being a producer and being able to create uh, different aspects of the content is, is definitely uh, a fun way. And I feel like a lot of people have said that. You know, they start as an actor and they start to get their hands on other things and they're like, man, I really like doing this because it does give you that creative control. So, you know, Well, you know, I'm, I'm a musician as
2: well. Um like just a, a natural free point type musician, you know? Um, and I, so when I do what I do, I, I kind of became a musician because as an actor, I was given lines, okay? I was always given lines. They were always giving me something to say, telling me who to be, giving me boundaries, and like, yo, you gotta be this cat. You can't go outside of this. And that's who that guy, that's who this person is. So I'm like, that's cool. That's fun. It's escapism. It's a way to express myself. I'm an artist, and it's a way for me to be weird and still cool at the same time. I'm gonna do that shit. Yeah. But, I can. but, but, at the same time, myself, myself has something to say. And I want to say it like this. And I found that through, you know, through music and creating things other ways. So, you know, I told you on that, you know, and, um, yeah, wait, but you asked me a two-part question, though, didn't you? I did. (laughs) Yeah, and we were, wait, wait, that rambling wasn't all my fault, was it? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized that. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, shit, I'm rambling. Wait, no, we are rambling. So, anyway... (laughs) Yeah. So the
0: other the other part of what I asked you, um, what do you what do you consider your biggest or greatest accomplishment so far in your career?
2: Oh yeah, thank you, bro. Okay, now and I know what's going. On. Uh, yeah, I, 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 all right. I'm gonna go from uh, one to two real quick. So to confirm, producing now because you know, like you just said, as an actor, I loved producing. You know, because I get to create things. I want to tell a story. I want to tell yeah. my story, you know. I and I was given certain boundaries and told what to say. And I figured out, I got to fucking run the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know like,
3: couldn't
2: you agree know? more. Like, they give me the script. The, okay, all right, cool. Let me go learn these lines. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. I got to figure out who to be to give out the lines and all that, you know. That's so amazing. I love that part. Um. Now my my greatest role or something is that what you said? Say again. Now the other the, the other question is my my favorite role. I just wanna.
0: What's what's your what do you think so far is your greatest accomplishment?
2: Okay.
0: In your career. Mm, yeah,
2: that's kind of why when I heard that I'm just like, man, I don't you know because accomplishment and greatest role aren't necessarily the same thing. I mean, I, you know, my greatest accomplishment may be uh, helping somebody that needed something, bro. You feel me? I'm just saying, yeah. like, yeah. that's why I'm like, yo, was it my what?
1: greatest let's... role or... Yeah, let's
2: go, let's go now. You know, like I, that's like, I would like to think that, as a, you know, that matters. So you'd be like, yo, that's okay. accomplishment. Let's... It's like, yo, I actually helped somebody, you know, um...
1: Do you want to just go, mean, how right. about we just go the route of what your favorite role was that you've done yeah. so far?
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. I can dig that. I'm going to tell you, I have a great answer for it, and it's Dangerfield Newbie. Um, I was blessed to play this character who is a real person, actually, and um, his name is Dangerfield Newby and he's actually the person that Quentin Tarantino um, stylized the movie Django off of. Mm-hmm. You know? So, if you haven't had the opportunity to see the movie Emperor, tell you, you right. should. You should take the opportunity to watch Emperor. It's like an hour and 39 minutes and it is... A great movie. It's uh, something two uh awards to NAACP image awards right now. So, you know, you should check it out. It's dealing with historic situations and legends that you may not know about and when you learn about them you should Google them and go, Oh my god, I can't believe they didn't tell me about these people. This is so awesome. And it is an awesome movie. <laughs> what? What? I love it. I love that I did this. So, we got John Brown, we got uh, She Was Green, we got Dangerfield movie, and some other of the Harpest Ferry Ra- Raiders in there. And um, it's on Stars. it's on demand. You know, uh, if, you, if you don't have Stars, you can check it out whenever you like. Um, that is my greatest accomplishment to date, to the point where I say I Never believed or thought that I would play somebody that I can go, oh my God, I get emotional when I think about how much, and how, you know, you go, this person did something that I would really, as, as, as badass as I still am, as badass as I know I am, I still don't fucking know if <clears throat> ever I could be that badass. You know, (laughs) we'd be like, yo, the moment, the moment calls for you, nobody else
0: is going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You
2: might not make it, (laughs) but if you don't do it, nobody is going to make
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's sometimes what you got to do, you know, it all works out.
2: Just because of what I just said, right? Wasn't that, didn't
1: that sound like something that makes you want to Absolutely. <laughs> so, to kind of just piggyback <laughs> off of that a little bit, uh, will you go ahead and tell our listeners and um, viewers, like, your best piece of advice or something you want to share with our viewers, as well as tell where everyone your social media, where, where they, they can find you and see uh, what you have going on <coughs> next. Excuse me.
2: Um, so, you can go to at 7 United Souls, uh, Instagram, um, that's pretty much, you know, that's, that's the best place to go, I'm still on Facebook, I don't really do Twitter right now, but I also have a website, I'm gonna share this with you guys, because, you know, because I love you guys, and I mean that, because, you know, I, I, I want love be, you know, present You know, I want I, I it's so much to tell, to talk to about love, that's another segment. Not saying I didn't <laughs> about that. But I'm just saying we, we need to have more segments about love. But you can also go to www that's old school Rathead Response, dot com. Um, that's, that's something I'm sharing with everybody. Whoever is paying attention can go check out the TV show that I'm working on with uh, Spanky Hayes and Trick Trick from Detroit. It's based on Detroit. It's to save Detroit. And if you've ever watched the show Lost, um, you know, it's kind of like how they say, if you save save the cheerleader, save the world, or well, save Detroit saves the world, you did. So we got that going on. It's dope. Um, if anybody wants to, uh, you know, get involved or whatnot, they can go there, send us their information, and we'll send them some cool stuff because we got some stuff lined. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, uh, go check out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, strain 100 or faceless <coughs> and don't forget to watch Judas and the Black Messiah on HBO Max in the silent theaters right now uh, wait yeah. hey hey can i Dang, i love you bro i wanted to just say it's good to talk to you bro cuz we haven't spoken in a minute and I'm absolutely when we kicked it, but uh I take two minutes, man, and, and just give a quick uh, you know, love shout out Yeah, guys.
0: absolutely, absolutely, man. Absolutely.
2: Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cause you know, it's Black History Month, okay? And black history is American history, and American history is history. It's the world's history. It's the world's story. So, I wanna tell you guys about two movies that I was in that are about uh legends, real people that uh that that existed and everybody should go learn about because they they are for the fact to show everyone and this can be however it is man but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I said I'm all about the love. It's just crazy. You know, I wanna necessarily in like this. Except it is a good thing. With this movie dealing with John Brown called Emperor also, I mean, Shields Green is, is focused on Shields Green, uh, and he is known as Emperor, and you know he's he's a huge part of that uh, that story. And we also did a story about uh, Fred Hampton called Judas and the Black Messiah, Warner Brothers production. Uh, uh, Emperor is uh, Universal is uh, released by Universal Pictures. So these stories are historic thirties. Everyone should know. <laughs> Man, all of them. From Shields Green, the Dangerfield newbie, definitely John Brown definitely Fred Hampton, because the sad thing about it, and I don't, it's not a sad thing. I want you guys to know that love exists. That's it. So I'm leaving you on. Love exists. These people... We're talking about them. We've made movies about them. Because somebody tried to stop their voice. And their voice was that we can all be together. And that we all should be together. John Brown. If you don't know about John Brown, learn about John Brown. John Brown. That's a lot I'll say. But I'll just say, he wanted us all to be together, and this is the America that I love. I love a John Brown America. You ain't with a John Brown America? yeah, that's not cool. For so it happened. man, in the John Browns, they could talk, because oh, they had say it like that. That would have been interesting, because, you know, they would the have man, they would have said all the children. All the children would have got fed. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just—it's just crazy because you know it is what it is. But know that love does exist, and you can't kill it because not only is it going to be talked about, but we're going to make movies about it. Mm-hmm. And I've been in some of them. And it's Black History Month, so I'm thankful for you to give me the opportunity to tell you about John Brown, Fred Hampton, Shug Dana Dangerfield, newbie, bro. You know. I appreciate you, Z, and the lady. Yeah, thank you. Mean, baby. And I say that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old
0: school. I call her baby. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, man. We, we appreciate you taking the time to speak with us a little bit and tell us a little bit about your life and kind of where you are. And I can't wait to check out your website and, and what you got, what you got up and coming. Um, you know, it sounds like you have a lot of exciting stuff going on, and I can't wait to see what's in store for you in 2021. Now that we're finally starting to make moves again. So we'll definitely be checking out the website. And everybody who's tuned in and listening and everybody on Spotify and everywhere, make sure you guys check out Robert7Shannon. Make sure you check him out on social media. That's 7 Lost Souls, right?
2: At 7 United Souls. United Souls. 7 United Souls. Hey, yo, bro, and I'm I'm looking forward to what you got coming up, too, because I know you're working on some stuff, too, man. Absolutely. So tell me about that later, too, because I'm looking forward. Stay tuned. I am willing to do
0: that. Absolutely. I yeah. will uh, definitely yeah. send you some stuff as we have <clears throat> more developments, and, uh, yeah, I'll definitely uh, be checking out your website, man.
2: How was it my baby? I appreciate
0: you, bro. Hey, for sure. I'll talk to you here real soon. You have a great rest of your night, man. I love thank you. Too. I appreciate your time again and uh yeah, stay safe out there and stay warm.
2: Love you. Love you too, bro. You stay safe too. You and the lady. Thank, thank, you. thank you very much. You're have welcome.
0: a good night. You too. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right.
2: Thanks, man. Talk
0: to you later. Oh, yeah. Peace. Peace. <clears throat> yeah, so I've I've known uh, I've known Robert for for a while. Uh, I met him on the set of I Am Wrath and we got you know we just clicked and then we went to the premiere uh with John Travolta and um Luis Silva Jr. and everybody me and him hung out the whole time actually on that book right there in front of us there's a picture of us well
1: it uh
0: but anyway we uh we got to hang out and had some drinks and took some pictures and it was all it was pretty cool and then uh he he was working on another film um I forget which one it was and he was in Atlanta and he was on the way back from Atlanta headed back to Detroit and <clears throat> I would reached out to him like oh man that's awesome, congrats on the movie or whatever and he's like yeah for sure we should get together and he was headed to uh, a nightclub in Columbus to do a like some PR and a meet and greet for the movie with him with him and a couple other actresses that he was with so they came and picked me up and uh, took me with them to the event and I got to go hang out at the event with them, and everything it was pretty cool so... Uh,
3: awesome.
0: yeah that was a few years back, so <clears throat> it's been a little while, but he's a good dude. uh make sure you guys check out his social media, Seven United Souls on Instagram. Uh, you can see all the stuff he's working on, some of the films uh Emperor, make sure you guys check that out. he's actually on the cover of the movie Emperor, so uh definitely a pretty cool <clears throat> thing to get to uh to get to be a part of and as he said, uh, make sure you guys check out his website so you guys can see his up-and-coming stuff and the TV show he's working on. Uh, once again, we appreciate your time, uh, Robert, coming on here and uh, talking to us.
3: Yeah, and appreciate you a lot.
0: everybody who uh, is tuning in tonight, we greatly appreciate you guys, uh, for everybody on Spotify and everywhere who is going to hear the end cut off. This is about the end of our time, so I'll quickly end it for Spotify real quick, and then I'll finish up our video. <clears throat> um, Shout out to all of our sponsors, Villains,
1: Native, Jay Na- Saladino, ZRS, ZRS Productions, Productions. Kutched, and obviously Anchor App or Anchor.fm. Thank you all so very much. And-